Recorded live. Okay, it is November 16th, 19... Whoops, 2015. I'm here. Going back in time. Okay, Rosalia, let's start off with some celebrations from this week. Um... Well, I got a really nice voice message from my uh, junior year prom date uh, on Friday night, which was really super nice. Um, It was really sweet. You mean the one that that you've seen the week before? Yeah, the one that I saw the week before that was here for business. Um, And I don't know if I had shared with you, but I had asked him to – we have a company – Christmas party on uh, holiday party, whatever, on December 11th, and I asked him to come up for it. So he's going to try to come up for it. But anyway, um, he left me a really sweet, just really just was thinking about you and wanted to call to say hi. You don't have to call me back. One of those messages. But it was really, it's really awesome. Anyway, so um, that happened. I had a good, um, I've had two good in a row um, one-on-ones with both of my bosses. Um, They kind of want me to, in the process of our business, move on to the next step. And it's not that I can't do the next step. It's that I just don't know how to do the next step. And I'm, um, it's interesting because they're allowing me to figure it out, you know, um, and they're being very patient with me and offering really good guidance and things. So um, that happened last week, so that was really good. Um, and I've been asked to lead um, a huge project um, for a potential client that's in Africa. Um, and I, I'd be, I'm the, she's asked, they've asked me to be the lead admin on it. So that's another exciting thing that's going on. And I realized through a friend of mine, a very good friend of mine, um, she said, Rosalia, I don't know if you're aware of this, but unless you are totally challenged at the office, I don't think you realize that you're not happy. Like I have to be, it has to be engaging and challenging. And um, as much as I, like I go home and I'm tired, you know, mentally tired because I'm really challenged but I like that feeling. You know, I like that I'm um, challenged. I haven't been this challenged in probably, I don't know, 10 years. I don't know. And um, at least five. And um, it's a really good feeling, although I'm like getting used to it. So, um, yeah. And it's just different, you know. What do you mean you're getting used to it? I'm getting used to having a challenging job because for almost, September, October, November, December, January, February, March. So 11 months I had a job. Well, five of those months I looked for a job. And then the the last six months before I got this job, I was not challenged at all. And um, I'm getting used to using my brain again, if that makes sense. And used to using it to the capacity that God has given me. To use it in. And this feels this feels good. Yes, it feels very good. Yeah. I mean it's 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 not 
it's interesting. It's not overwhelming. It's just a different feeling because I haven't had this feeling in a very long time. But I like it. It's just not, you know, I'm just getting used to it, I guess, is the key, you know. That's what I'm trying to say. And And what is it that you're getting used to? I'm getting used to being challenged at work and being used to being, um, my role is respected. And I don't feel that I was respected for a while in what I did and what I'm capable of doing at the office. other jobs. That's great. Yeah. Yeah. And I, you know, I didn't realize how long, you know, if I add up the last, if I added up care and then crane after care, um, that I've been in work flux for 18 months, and that's a long time. You know, um, not knowing whether I'm coming or going or being unhappy or being unchallenged, and that's what I also mean by, like, getting used to it because I'm finally liking what I'm doing again, even though I was trying to like what I was doing before, but I wasn't in a good environment. So that's what I mean by, um, you know, getting used to it, I guess. Getting um, used to actually praising you. Yes. Yeah. That's, that's new. You didn't have that growing up. No, and also being the lead on something, I was always the back burner kid. You know, my sister got praised for her person that had the, the best social life, but they weren't going to praise me for that, you know. Um, I'm also finding it, you know, easier for me not to, um, you know, I, I sit in group therapy now and I'm less likely to interrupt people and have to be the, the I don't think it's the center of attention, but obviously it was. Um, and that's interesting, too, to sit back and listen and watch people and not have to put in my two cents. Wow, I was going to ask you about that. Cause you were yeah, it's. It's growing on me, and it's really different. Really different. Yeah. That's huge. Yeah. Um, I wish that I, about that, though, and then when I, I still feel, though, and they kind of know my MO when I'm in the group, I still feel like when I talk to the group, I still feel like I'm in front of my family, and I'm going to be ridiculed and picked on and and judged and Wait, everything you, that I ever was. And you still feel that way in the group? Yeah. It's been three years. Can you, how many years? Three. Three years. Can you logically see that it's a pattern and it was your life pattern? And oh, yeah. You're carrying that same energy now and you, we need to break it. We need to clear that. We need to clear that pattern and break it. Because you must have also made some kind of vow to your family to uh, to stay in confusion or to stay in in a lesser role. A lesser role. Is that what you said? Not. You know, I'm not. You know, my sister's wisest. 
for and this sounds weird, but when she was when she was sick with postpartum for three years, and gave me the baton, if that makes sense, that I was like the kid, the 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 older kid, the eldest kid, you know, and while she was getting well and all that, however well she could be. Um, you know, I felt like I was more respected because I was like, hey, she needs help. You know, you guys, you know, we need to, you know, rally and, you know, help her out to some extent. But um, then all that went away again, you know. Um, but true, very much true. And it's kind of interesting because the other day I was trying to <laughs> love this, Kathy. I was sitting during group and there was a part of me that was so used to being like chiming in and wanting to say my piece. And I sat there and I didn't want to say anything. And I was wondering, so I'm like, but I'm driving home that night and I'm saying to myself, were you just not engaged because you're tired? Were you just not used to being the way you were? You know, like I'm obviously breaking the habit, breaking the pattern of doing that. And it's so different because that's all I know. Yeah. Right? You know what I'm saying? And so there's a piece of me that there's, I feel like, and I just thought of this, and I said this to, I said this to the entire group, um, it's so unusual for me. I feel like I'm betraying myself. Like, wait, I should, I should chime in and give, them, give everybody my two cents, even though everybody, right, even though it's, exactly what someone else might have said, but I didn't say it. That's a great observation. Yeah, it's and it's weird. Well, think of yourself that you're, I mean, that's, that's so big to be able to move away and, and observe this behavior. Yeah, Dina always says, well, can you use a better word than weird? <laughs> it's unusual, right? I mean, it feels like I'm having, it's, it's, it's not. It's like it's not me. That's right. But but it is you. you. Right. Oh, exactly. Oh, yeah. Is you because this is the real you. You're just not used to it. It's been covered right. up. It's real. It, authentic. And I also think it's also my big one, right? I mean, this is who I am as an adult. Who I am without my ego, without my family. What I call my family baggage. Right? Absolutely right. Spot on. You got it. Yeah. And it's going to feel weird. It's going to feel weird for a while as you make the shift. Right. Until the other one feels feels real and comfortable. Right. We're just getting there. I mean, like last week I was sitting there like, I need to start getting used to this. That's well, not, that is not. Getting used to it also is being present and in the moment. And right. Knows, hey, I don't need to chime in. You know, it might be right. kind of obnoxious to everybody else if I chime in every minute on every conversation, especially if somebody already said it. This is really right. cool that I'm noticing this now. This is really awesome, and I can observe this and notice it and be good with it. Mm-hmm. That's what I've noticed, you know, the last since 
between group and us and all that. Um, the loss between... Pardon? What did you say? You've noticed the loss between... No, no, no. I, I, I've just noticed it, you know, and kind of putting the pieces of the puzzle together. I don't know how to describe it, but I feel like I've said this already, but um, it just feels different because it's not who I'm used to being. Yeah. You know. And who you used to be, that's your, like you said, that's your old story. Mm-hmm. It's not the real you. It's the one yeah. you have come to survive and to get back. Right. You couldn't find validation. That's how you found validation, by being that way. But it's not who you are. It's not yeah. who you want to be. Yes, it's very different. But nonetheless, I mean, I'm, I mean, I'm moving ahead, <laughs> as opposed to uh, continuing old be had old behaviors. You know. I'm sorry, I didn't, I didn't catch that. Um, I, I, I was, I thought I was about to say bad behaviors, but they weren't bad behaviors. That's all I knew. Right, right. You know, yeah. It's, it's, we're doing the best we can. Right. And now you're seeing it differently. And how mm-hmm. that, the best thing is that you're beginning to see through your behaviors now and see where they came from and why they're there and you can move on from them. And yeah. Be, be in the moment and be you without having to be whatever it is, the one who speaks all the time or the one who has all the answers or right. the one who's always right. There's mm-hmm. nothing, as you grow and see these are your old stories, and you see that's all they are. They don't mean anything other than that they're old stories. And it's our mind that keeps making meaning out of them. But there's no meaning there. Because that's true. They're, they're old stories. They're not truths. They're lies. They're actually lies. Mm-hmm. Are lies about us. They don't capture who we really are. And so to be able to move forward and see, hey, that's an old story. This feels weird. Okay, it's okay to feel weird. I'm moving into my new story. Right. My new story is me, the authentic me. Me, the present. Mm -hmm. Me, who can listen and not carry that old baggage around to react to. So I don't have to react anymore. The more of an observer I become of my old stories and my fearful mind, the more I can observe that, the more I can move, be me and move forward and be the authentic me. Right. And not react when other, I think other people might be tearing me down. Because that's just going on in my mind. Mm-hmm. That's the way I'm seeing it. Mm-hmm. And I'm ready to move past. That. Yeah. I'm ready to make a new choice. Yeah. <clears throat> so I, I think that I'm... I've put myself in a a really good spot with this company because um, 
they're giving me the tools to move forward and to do everything that I've, I've wanted to do. So I, I think it's actually really kind of a neat place for me to be going through all of this change, if you wish, but also not. I mean, because I get to be who and do exactly what I want to do. And they, you know, so, and that's just another piece of it, right, you know. That's just fantastic. Yeah, yeah. Now, you wrote me something in the email. Did something change since you, I mean, since you texted me to say something about your work or your bosses? No, I just, I I just kind of realized she does it to everybody, not just me, this one woman. Oh. And, yeah. yeah. Awesome. And so, so it's um, the CEO's assistant, and then the associate. She also does it to the. She does it to those two also, and but then we kind of dialed it back. Mary Beth and I kind of dialed it back. The this is a CEO's assistant, and um, actually he's the chairman of the CEO. But anyway, um, she said, and she was the one that brought this to my attention, which is kind of interesting. Well, number one, she's the one that's having an affair with him. Number two, this is the only job she's ever had. Oh. And she is the biggest gatekeeper you'll ever meet. (laughs) Do you know what I mean by that? Yeah. Like, she is the rule and the regulation. She's the smackdown. She's She's got the goblet in her hand. But she just does it to everybody. And this Everybody. Is, is this woman your boss? So I kind of, if I had to say something, I'd say I have a dotted line to her. She's a partner. She's can't, I mean, I know that age is irrelevant, but she's a good uh, 14 years younger than I am. But this is the only job she's ever had. And this is all she knows. So I know, you know, like when she gave me this, this responsibility to, had this new um, client that we're hoping to win in, in Africa. Um, she and but I also realized, and she said this to me in, in more than one word. She's like, "Rosalia, you know, I want you to be the lead assistant on this group. You have the best and the the you know the the most vast experience, and I believe that you're the right person for this job." So you know, she gives credit where credit is due, and I. As much as I feel like she is nitpicking, which I feel that she is, I also realize that I can learn something from her. I'm not perfect. I know that. Um, it just is so, it seems petty. I don't know how to describe it. Like she'll correct once. She always has to find something wrong. She's one of those people. And that's just the way she is. That's that's great that you are seeing it's just the way she is. Therefore, you can say it belongs to her. It's not your crap. Mm. And just yeah. let it fall right off. And I also, the three of us sort of independently but collectively realize this is what she loves. She's the gatekeeper of yeah. the company's image or the chairman's image and how can she protect him and watch over him. And this is how she... She's like the editor-in-chief, you know? <laughs> That's what I call... Like, but it is it does belong to her. 
So I'm letting her have it. I mean, not, you know what I mean. Like I'm, I'm giving it to her. This is, this is what she wants. She can have it. Do you realize how big that is for you? What a shift that is from anything you've ever done before. Yeah, but I just, I'm, it also pisses me off. <laughs> I just think it's petty. Like I just like. Really? You're right. You have all this time. Like yeah. you could be doing yeah, but hold on, thousand hold on. more things. You you think it's petty and trivial. I completely and totally agree with you, but you've never been able to see that before. Yeah. Well, I mean, I did, but I grinned and bear it. Right. You still. I would have never admitted it. You may have seen it as trivial, but you, or, um, or or dramatic or per, or, um, but you took it personally. You, oh yeah. And this see, is, I and pull you down. You're not doing that this time. You just made that swap on your own in the last few days. To realize mm-hmm. that is, that goes in your celebration journal. And I, you know, I picked that up also too from you. How you said when they like, oh, make sure the subject line is capitalized. Make sure this. That's their stuff. I've never been able to do that. I've never been able to say, you know what? That's their stuff. Yeah. If you want to capitalize it, fine. I don't need to capitalize. But if you want me to capitalize it, I will. So to come full circle on this whole subject, the she's not really the office manager. They call her the director of finance and administration. And she said to me on Friday during our one-on-one, she said, Rosalia, I don't. She said, um, this place challenges me more than I've ever been challenged as well. And she said, I'm, I'm, you know, she said, I'm, I agree with you. She said, I kind of, you know, it's, I don't know how to say this, but I want to say it's strict, if that makes sense. But at the same time, it's a great place. Yeah. Sounds fantastic. Mm-hmm. It's like what you've been looking for, and you found it. You finally walked into it. and I you're finally <laughs> 3,000 you, years later. <laughs> No, doesn't matter. Yeah, matter. Oh, no. Broke that old pattern, and you're not in those old places anymore. Those yeah. old functional places, and even when there is a little um, dysfunction and junk that belongs to other people, you are finally working through that and seeing it's not yours. That it doesn't belong to you. It's mm-hmm. theirs. Letting it go. It's tough, though. I mean, you know, and especially when you've—I've been raised my whole life to take everything personal. Right? And that goes back to having to break old patterns. Mm-hmm. And it's very hard to break old patterns, but you're mm-hmm. doing it. I know. You know how much credit you get for doing it? Because it is so hard. Yeah. Well, and it's also too easy. Not too easy, but I mean, it's... I can see sometimes, like Friday, I had a, what I call a tissy fit because things weren't going my way. And Maria, the woman I really report to, she said, what has you all up in arms today? <laughs> and ah. I said, I, it was really kind of funny. I said, I just need to vent for about five minutes. And so she listened to me, which was really great. And she said, so how can we avoid this next time? Like, I've never had, I have never worked for anybody. It's been a very long time, put it that way, that, that has is, asked me those questions. That is so freaking awesome. I know. I just sat there like, I just need to vent for five seconds, and then I'll, then but she said, so how can we avoid this the next time, and what can I help you with? And good I've never you. had that. 
whatever happens. Good for you for venting. Yeah. That's Feeling safe too. enough to vent. Yeah. And then it was funny because, though, you know, in the psychiatry world, you say, well, a friend of mine says this, you know, thank you for giving me permission to do that. She's like, you gave yourself permission to do that. Like, they're really all about taking care of you as an individual, but also then giving you the, the gratification and the satisfaction, uh, satis- acknowledging you who you are, you know, which is a really neat thing. There's not a lot of people like that, I think. So, meanwhile. <laughs> um, I wanted to ask, I was going through some older... Is there something else you want to talk about? Otherwise, I'm going to ask, review some old notes. No, um, I did want to, I had an attorney look at my Airbnb stuff, and there's really nothing I can do. Um, I'm really lucky, he said. They could have fined me for breaking this potential clause, uh-huh. and I'm lucky they didn't do that. Mm-hmm. All right, well, I'm glad you got the facts. Yeah. So now, uh, you know, I'm disappointed. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, you're disappointed. Yeah, it's okay. Um, I mean, I, I, I told the guy, <clears throat> I told the Airbnb people that, um, you know, I'll be their biggest supporter, and if I could spearhead a, an action committee group or whatever, I'm, I'm happy to stay in the loop of things. Um, but I can't. My hands. Are, I mean, I can only have a 31 day or longer tenant and uh, not tenant but short-term tenant what they call short-term tenant so unless the guy moves out downstairs um those are my only two options and i have to unless well, I, there is a third option what's that? just just maybe he'll change his mind that's true that's true and he if, might. If you I mean, accept where he comes from. And yeah, like, now I do. Where he's at, you'll have a different relationship with him. When you see him, the energy will be different, and he just may change his mind. Mm-hmm. So I haven't forgotten about it. I just, you know. I mean, especially by still. the spring. Who knows? Pardon? Especially by the spring. You've got plenty of time because nothing much happens. <laughs> Exactly. And so you've got all those months of good sent him goodwill. That's right. Absolutely. So I'm 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 complete yeah, I haven't I don't have anything else I'm it's pressing. Okay. I wanted to ask you um about your father. Mm. You had you had told me um that you you know, you kinda grew up with a mask because it you felt good like you were loved by your father. But if you took your mask away, then you still, there was nothing there. And you never wanted to tell anybody that. Mm-hmm. I don't know if this is the first time you mentioned it. But how does that make you feel now when I say that? But we did a process back then, so I want to see how where you are at with that now. Add to me. What? You know, I, I said that I had to 
it said that I had to live in, in my own little world of how great my father was and that everybody thought he was great, but he wasn't ever around. I tell you what, it's easier. It is easier for me to say it without a big excuse now. Before I used to, you know, I used to say, oh, my father, you know, ran this five-star restaurant and he was working all the time. And now I just said, he was never around. And I just leave it at that. And you don't seem charged up about it. The charge no, is gone. No, I mean, the charge is gone. I'm, I'm sad about it. Of course. He missed out a lot. He missed out on a lot. Yeah. And I also know it was his choice. You know, regardless of, regardless of, you know, um, that's who he was. That's how he only knew to be. Right? That's how he knew how to raise a family. Um, and it wasn't against my mom or us kids or whatever, you know. Um, what still charges me, actually, though, is that, you know, when he, so the paper interviewed him when he sold his restaurant and they asked him why he was selling after 28 years and he said that he now had nieces and, I mean, he now had grandchildren and he wanted to um, spend some time with them because now he sees what he missed. And that still pisses me off. Like, it took that to happen for him to realize what he was missing? It does. It does for some people. It takes getting hit by a two-by-four. Yeah. 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 But can you... Does it, can it make any sense to you that... Oh, I, I mean, yeah. I mean, I. it still just makes me, you know, for... It makes me cry thinking about that, how how much I covered up. And how much I protected him. Let's do a little tapping on that. Okay? Yeah. I'll, I'll lead you through a tapping. And if you want to add anything, just add it. Or if I'm going in the wrong direction, say so. Okay? Okay. Okay. All right. Start on the karate chop point. Even though my Even though my father was not around... Even though my father was not around. As I was growing up. As I was growing up. I wore this mask. I wore the mask, is that what you said? Yeah. And didn't let I wore it, the mask. And didn't let it bother me. And didn't let it bother me. I can see that's very sad. <laughs> We all missed so much. We weren't mm-hmm. a Donna Reed family, but I thought we were. What's the first part of that? Sorry. We were not a tight knit. We were not a tight Donna Reed type family. We were not a tight knit family. But I thought we were. That I that I thought we were. Because I wore a mask. Because I wore a mask. So I could get through. So I could get through. So I could survive. So I could survive. I wasn't ready to see the truth back then. 
I wasn't ready to see the truth back then. But now I'm grown up. But now I'm grown up. And I can see that my father didn't know how to do it any other way. And I can see that my father didn't know how to do it any other way. And I'll start tapping on the points. It's so sad. It's so sad. What a loss. What a loss. So much lost. So much lost. Here I thought we had this wonderful family. Here I thought we had this wonderful family. But we didn't. But we didn't. I see now differently. I see now differently. And it's so sad. And it's so sad. It's sad to accept. It's sad to expect. That my dad did not know how to be there for us. That my father did not know how to be there for us. He didn't know how. He didn't know how. He was busy supporting the family. He was busy supporting the family. In the only way he knew how. In the only way he knew how. It was the only way he knew. It was the only way he knew. It was how he grew up. It was how he grew up. It was the culture. It was the culture. Men go out and support the families. Men go out and support the families. Financially. Financially. It was the culture. It was the culture. He didn't question the culture. He didn't question the culture. He just worked and worked and worked. He just worked and worked and worked. And I missed him. And I missed him. 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 And I'm going to be sad about it now. And I'm going to be sad about it now. Okay. Say again. That's okay. That's okay. Because it is sad. Because it is sad. But it's all he knew. But it's all he knew. That's what fathers did. That's what fathers did. With the culture. It was the culture. Fathers worked hard. Fathers worked hard. Out of the house. Out of the house. And mother stayed home. And the mother stayed home. And they didn't question it. And they didn't question it. There's so much lost. There's so much loss. In our family. In our family. We couldn't have that wonderful family life. We couldn't have that wonderful family life. I thought we did. I thought we did. That was all a mask. That was all a mask. I see it clearly now. I see it clearly now. I wonder if I can forgive him. I wonder if I can forgive him. (laughs) I also wonder if I can see that it had nothing to do with me. I also... Wonder if I can see that it has nothing to do with me. It has nothing to do with me. It has nothing to do with me. It was all my dad's choice. It was all my father's choice. That's what men did. That's what men did. He knew nothing else. He knew nothing else. So much lost. So much lost. So much lost. So much lost. Part of me wants that back. 
Part of me wants that back. Part of me wants that back. Part of me wants that back. That's part of my old story. That's part of my own story. I can move on today. I can move on today. And find the gift in that. And find the gift in that. Must be a gift in that. Must be a gift in that. Wonder what that gift is. I wonder what that gift is. I wonder. I wonder. Anything coming up? No, I, I, I mean, I. <clears throat> it's all he knew. You know, and uh, it just makes me. I don't know. You know, and he's, it's so funny because he stopped working and now he's working. You know, he's started working again. Like, this is his second career or third career, and he's 78. Like, when is he going <laughs> to, you know, it's just, it's nuts to me. But that's all he knows. Yeah. That's all he knows. Yeah, and we have to honor each other, their path. Right. We can't change another. I mean, I, my whole life I've known that that's who my father was. He was this, you know a workaholic, but, you know, loyal and honest and all that. That's who he was. I mean, I, you know, the, one of the many gifts that I, I do know that I received from my parents is my, you know, I have a, a really good business sense. I've always understood both sides of, you know, first first the businessman side, you know, the ownership side of things and the employee side. And I see both sides. Um, and I know how hard it is to run a business and be a sole proprietor and, 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 you know, own a business and take care of people and their families and that. Um, and I know I learned all that from them, from him. Um, I mean, a lot of my business sayings that I always say are all from him. You know, because he was so self-taught. Um, There's your gift. Yeah. That's a big gift, because work is a big part of your life. Mm-hmm. And now that you're in the right environment, you are gonna you can be so successful. You can be challenged, right. successful, and fulfilled. Right. That's huge. Not too many people get to have that at work. Exactly. Especially working for Pardon? Especially working for another. Yeah. And you know, I, I what's you know, what I've tried, what I also too suffered is, you know, my mom would often say to me, um, that my work was who I was and she wished that it wasn't like that. Because I became not I became my job, but I I'd like to work, so I was responsible for it. And I, I be, not I became, I don't know how else to say it, but I became, you know, I'm responsible for my work. I I do leave it at the door, but I also am who I am, you know. And um, 
she often wished that I wasn't like that. And I was thinking to myself, well, how else did I, would I have learned to be like this? <laughs> right? <laughs> you know? Oh, I just always thought that was interesting. It's another way of her giving you a dig also. Oh, right? yeah. It's a total projection from your dad, her on your yeah. dad. Right. It's interesting, right? I mean, it's very... Your mom was always interfering in, in your decisions and your choices and your ways and in everything about... In everything. In everything. everything. So how are you... All right, so first let me ask you about your dad. So if we go... Um, about him never being, being home and the family not being a, a total unit, where... On a scale of zero to ten, when we just started, like you were about a ten a bunch of weeks ago when we first started, and then it went way down, and it was down when we started um, just now. Where would you say you are now on a scale of zero to ten, like before we started and now? And ten is what? That I'm okay with how things, that I'm comfortable with? No, ten is the high, big charge. You're really charged by the whole thing. I mean, I'm still, I, I think that I'm charged because I'm not, you know, you know, they're not speaking to me. And so I, I'm charged that even though it works better for me, for me not to be in touch with them, I, I'm still charged by it and I still miss them. Like today was one of those days where I missed my parents and I don't know why. Um, it's probably because it's getting cold out. And I used to get that, is your heat working phone call, you know. <laughs> and, uh, um, but it's just different. I mean, it, it's not, um, I, I'm st- I still have, uh, I, I know I have a lot of work to do about my sister. And um, I'm okay about my dad. I mean, I'm, I'm probably a five. I mean, I, I, it's, it's getting better. It's still hard for me. You know, um, if you think that I only started doing my work about my parents maybe three or four years ago. Yep. So it's a lot of undoing of what I... Yeah, it's a lot of... A, long, a lifetime of undoing. A lifetime of undoing. A lifetime. And, um, yeah, it's different. You know, and I remember, too, I mean, it's kind of an interesting. I would see that if I didn't have a boyfriend, I would talk about my parents. As if they, as a, I mean, I don't know how to, what the correlation is, but I find it interesting now because I, I, every now and then I'll say something about them, but not like I used to. And I've just noticed that. I mean, it's one of those weird things, but. That is interesting. Yeah, I mean, I I do know that I would like to forgive them, and I know that that's a huge thing for me. I, I don't think it's unobtainable. It's just very hard for me. And But I want it, right? So, I mean, I very rarely will I give up before I. So we talked about your dad. So how about your mom? Where are you sitting with your mom and all of her 
criticism and you know um it's kind of a weird thing i mean I, what's sad i don't know what what other word to use other than sad but that's who she is i just don't like it and i um you know, the constant shoulda, coulda, woulda's and all that just really, really get to me. It's not a, a place that I like to be. Um. Yeah, it's hard. Mm-hmm. But, I, uh, you know, I want you to get to the point where you make peace with it. Right. It, oh, yeah. Having a, a grievance inside of you, which keeps you from feeling inner peace. Right. Right. And totally being you, you know, and not exactly. And that's true too. I mean, I, I would like there not to be this lack of a better word, a barrier between us. Well, um, on that barrier, and I want you to talk it through this time. Well, just start on the points and tap through the points, and I want you to speak what all the barriers with your mom and all the things that your mom um, are that still bother you. Um, the lack of um, that I'm incapable of making a an adult decision when. When I, so if I don't talk about it, fine, she doesn't know about it. But if I bring up something, the the feel, the the need of her constantly having to um, tell me what to do. There can't just be this place of comfort where, hi, how are you? You know, instead of this, I don't even know how to describe it. I'm so exhausted by it, you know. Um, May I ask, why do you keep bringing things up? Oh, I don't. Well, I haven't talked to her. It'll be three years. Oh, okay. It's been a long time. It's been a long oh, time. yeah. It's been a long time. You have not three talked. To... Yeah. So I've not talked to my mother. Maybe it's two years. Two years. This past October. So last month. Okay. Are you tapping? I am. Okay. And tell me how that makes you feel. That I'm not talking to her? Yeah. Well, I don't have heartburn anymore. (laughs) (laughs) For the first time in my life, I don't have heartburn. I don't have an upset stomach 80% of the time. Wow. Um, Yeah. I mean, it's kind of a weird thing. It's not like I called her up and said, Mom, what should I do about this? It it was that I was never able to discuss or, or be my own person without being told what to do. And even then when I wanted to say, I mean, now it's been so long. It's kind of a mute thing, but um, that's who she was. And I didn't like it. And if she doesn't, she doesn't know how else to be unless she's telling you what to do. Uh... It doesn't work for me. It doesn't work for me. I don't hang out with people like that. You know, so... And why would you want to hang out with someone that 
can't have right. a conversation and can only tell you how to be and, be and direct you all the time. Exactly. And the, you know, the shoulda, coulda, wouldas and the constant criticism about everything, even though, I mean, like, I'm getting riled up just thinking about everything that she used to always talk to me about. You want to pick one event that riles you up? It could be. When I was 42 was the last time I went to Alabama for Christmas. And uh, I don't know what was going I honestly don't know what was going on. I had a massive head cold. And I was sit- setting the Christmas dinner table with my brother-in-law. That was That's what he and I had been doing since my sister started dating him and now they've been married for 20 years whatever and so we were setting the table and she must have come in I think three times in the course of 20 minutes and was telling us to set set the table so my brother and I brother-in-law and I would always go yes mom and just carry on so I wasn't I still have no idea what happened to this day but um next thing I knew she had me pinned up against the wall with her. She was choking me. She was choking so you? She, she was choking me. She was, so she, I was pinned up against the wall with one of her hands, and the other hand she was about to smack the shit out of me. Oh, my God. I was 42 years old, Gabby. Oh, my God. Oh, my God. Oh. How do you feel about that now? I wish I had left. I wish I would have packed my bags and left that afternoon. Can you forgive yourself for not doing that? Yes. And can you see why you weren't able to do that? Yes. Can you explain that? Can I explain it? Can you explain uh, why you can Why leave? I couldn't leave? Yeah, why you didn't Yeah, I'm sorry. Yeah, why, why I wasn't I didn't feel like I had enough power to be my own person to leave. Beautiful. She completely took your power away. Right. So to finish the story, my father walked in and um, and my father screamed, what the fuck is going on? And I never heard my father say the F word in front of me in my entire life. And he said, what the fuck is going on? I said, I don't know. Why don't you ask her? So I left. I had a massive head cold. I pull up my pant leg. My leg was shaking. I was so dehydrated and I had massive congestion. It was horrible. Anyway, long story short. So I'm like, I'm going to, I'm going to lay down. <clears throat> I don't feel good. And uh, four, four or five hours later, she, I can't believe it can't believe she let me sleep and um four or five hours later she knocks on the door and says rosie it's time to get ready company's coming as if it never 
happened. Yeah. No apology, nothing. Anyone else, including myself, would have let the person sleep through the day or through the night, whatever, because I was so sick. Are you still tapping? No, sorry. Uh, So now, now, looking through this with your new eyes, how do you see? I was a different person. I was a different person. You were a different person. Yeah. Yeah. And how do you see your mom with these new eyes of yours? Very different. And how is that? Um, I mean, she's a control freak. I don't know how else. She's a narcissistic person. There's no, there's no one else but her when it comes to Christmas Day dinner and how are things going to look for our 25 guests, you know? And that's all, I mean, it's pathetic to me. Can you also see how much suppressed anger she must, to do that to you, can you imagine how much suppressed anger she has inside herself for herself in her life? Oh, yeah. And she is enraged. 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 Suppressed. Enraged. Mm-hmm. And it came out on you. That's one of the dangerous ways it comes out when you're so suppressed. Right, that you attack people. Is that right? Yeah. So enraged and so unhappy and so miserable. Can you see mm-hmm. that? Yeah. No. And, you know, when that happened, I mean, I still look back and it was like a it was like a silent movie. You know how, like, this, the scene by scene goes by, you know, like an old-time movie. Yeah. remembering it, and it happened like at the blink of an eye. Yeah. And, you know, my siblings were like, what did you say to her? And I, and I distinctly remember, it was the one time, Kathy, that I didn't, that I was not a smart ass back to her. <laughs> I remember that. <laughs> oh. Maybe so she wait was a used to me being a smart ass. So in a way, you showed your weakness and she saw a vulnerability and went right in for it. Oh, right. Yeah. You didn't do anything. You know, where your sisters coming off, come off asking you, what did you do? That only puts right. it on you. Always. Rosie, what did you say to her? Incredible. Yeah. And that's been also keeping you powerless. Because they're almost like on her side. Like, what'd you do, Rosie? Right. Ganging up on you as if you did something wrong, but you didn't. Mm -hmm. You didn't. You didn't. Right. Your mother was just acting out of suppressed rage. Mm -hmm. Interesting enough, you know, now I think that sometimes... um, Now I think because she reacted like that a lot in our lives. I look back and see it now, you know. Um, she would just snap. And 
next thing we know, she'd slam the door, run in her room. I don't know if I ever showed this with you. Run in her room and stay in there the whole night. Wow. So you you can now you can see this behavior for what it is. Yeah. I mean, and then it was always over something petty like, how many times do I have to tell you you can empty the dishwasher? Okay, Mom. We're 12 years old. You know. Right. Or, or I'm eight years old, whatever. And it's then all, it was just. Yeah, it's all drama and trivial. It's all drama. It's and, all, right, and it was all to get away from us. Instead yeah. of saying, I need a night alone, I'm going to be in my room reading or taking a bath. I need some quiet time away from you kids. That would have been really nice. <laughs> Do you know? Yeah. She had to make it a big, huge deal. And then what do you think that caused between the three of us? Then we'd be like, what did you say? No, what did you say? No, what did you say? It would cause us to triangulate. Yeah. And my sister. Always. So you can, you can see the, I hate to label it, but you can see the dysfunction. The support, right, and and her um, blind, um, not support, what's it called, like um, favoritism. Like regardless of who was at fault, my mom was always right to her. Now I don't know if that's changed now, but. Um, Rosalie, I'm going to have to go now because I have another fault seven, and I I think you said you had it somewhere. Yeah, I have a a potluck. Um, thank you. Um, I would I would suggest you you do some journaling on this and and try right. to maybe I'll listen to it start, again. Bring more clarity to your mom's behavior for you, so you can put it in perspective some more. Right. And are, are have you been listening to the uh, have you been listening to our previous recordings? No, I'm going to this week. I had teacher training stuff, but I can this week. There's a lot of gold in them. A lot, a lot of gold. Yeah. And a lot of things you could go back over and and see how much, see where you've moved already. Okay. Redo some things to make sure you've moved enough out of them. Right. And there's some really neat processes in each of the calls. Okay. Okay, and let's. Um, my suggestion would be to to e- let's text or email about the next phone call. That'd and be great. The, the next one is the ninth one. Oh wow! Yeah, yeah. I had to count them three times to make sure that was. <laughs> and how many do I have? Is that my last one? <laughs> no. So you we could do a couple things. We could. I would. We could. I would suggest waiting a couple of weeks and take take the time to review the past recordings and, and make sure you're doing all the homework that I've talked about or home play that we've talked about on each of the calls. Okay. If you don't have it written down, you know, find it in the calls and make sure the celebration journal and the sending love to little Rosalia. Right. And, um, and definitely re- repeating the processes in the calls. Okay. You know, instead of starting a new session next week and having to pay again. Okay. Just reviewing. Okay, that sounds like a good idea. 
Yay. <laughs> okay. And then maybe we and then maybe right after Thanksgiving. Unless okay. you need, unless you need to have a call before Thanksgiving, let me know. Okay. I think I'm good. I think we're good and that'll give me some time to review some things and right. Yeah. Excellent. Yep. Yeah. And then I'm ready. We, we can absolutely surely do another three sessions. Right. Okay. I mean three months. Right. Whatever. Okay. Or go by the month if you prefer. Okay. Okay. And I can take notes or I can write things down that I can ask you about or we can work on. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Awesome. All right. So I will, um, why don't I send you a date for after Thanksgiving? How about that? Yeah, that sounds good. Okay, no, great. Thank you. That way too. Yeah, absolutely. September 9th. Right, okay. Great. Okay. All right. I'll see you. Yeah. Okay. My love. You All have right. a, Ciao. Have a good day. And All right, you, know, you too. If you need me before then, let me know. Absolutely. Thank you. Okay. Everything, All right. Yeah. I like the way you're moving along. Sounds good to me. Oh, thank you. It does. Me too. All right, love. bye. This is, sounds really good. Thanks. Yep. All right. Cheers. Bye.